from passion for sport, this is Cameroon Roars. It's our daily look at what's happening at the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations Finals in Cameroon. And I'm Steve Vickers. Yes, welcome to the show, which you can listen to every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, today, we look back at Cameroon's win over Burkina Faso in the opening match, and we look ahead to today's games with Morocco taking on Egypt in the match of the day as Senegal begin their campaign against Zimbabwe. Also, Nigeria goalkeeper Daniel Akpe tells us about the expectations for the Super Eagles. Nigerians are up for, we believe that we are the giant of Africa. Um, well, for now, there's many giants coming out from everywhere. That's coming later. And, uh, well, what an opening ceremony yesterday at the Olembe Stadium in Yaoundé with Congolese rumba singer Fali Ipupa performing and with Cameroon's president Paul Beer attending. And there was a huge sense of pride as the tournament got ready to kick off with the CAF president, Patrice Motsepe, getting huge cheers from the crowd as he said, let us send a message that it's going to be the best ever and that we must believe. And Motsepe also said that we want the success of this competition to motivate and inspire all the people of Africa and to believe in themselves and their ability to work together and succeed in building a bright future for all the people of Africa and to make Africa the best place to live in. Certainly a vibrant opening ceremony that was. Uh, right, and now other news is that Malawi will open their campaign against Guinea today without their interim head coach Mario Marinika and six players after they tested positive for COVID, also hearing of COVID cases in the Morocco camp. So Cameroon had to work hard to come from behind to beat Burkina Faso 2-1 in the opening game yesterday. Both of the goals' penalties are from Vincent Abubakar. I'm joined by African football expert Solis Chukwu in Lagos in Nigeria. Uh, what did you make of the game, Solis? Uh, I thought it was one of those opening matches where really the host team is so eager to put on a show that it actually robs them of clarity. Um, the atmosphere was obviously charged and fans' expectation was high, so there was a lot for Cameroon to live up to. In fairness, they did that in terms of their energy without the ball. Uh, they put a lot of pressure on Burkina Faso early on, constantly turning the ball over in the final third. That aspect of the game was on point, and they were clearly feeding off the passion. Um, of the crowd. Where things were a little less impressive was in terms of their own work in possession. Uh, their system emphasized the use of the wings for chance creation and really neither of the white players really lived up to the billing. Uh, young boys forward, uh, Muminga Maleu gave a performance that was lacking in energy and invention. He just looked really tired all the time he got the ball. And Kyle Tokuekambi's club form for Leon has still yet to materialize in Cameroon colors. Even though you could argue the shape of the team seemed to have been devised specifically to cater to him. So uh, the result was that there was no consistent avenue for creating chances for Cameroon. And in that sense, they were fortunate uh, Burkina Faso completely lost their heads. I mean, some of the tackling in their own defensive third, dear me, it, it was alarming to watch. Uh, the Stallions got the first goal, you know, from that cross, a great volley. But even that did not seem to calm their frayed nerves and... Ultimately, it's fair to say they threw it away. Uh, Cameroon won, and they deserved it on the balance of play. But if you ask me, for my money, they still have a lot of improving to do if they hope to go find this competition and reach the latter stages, which I would assume is the minimum level of expectation that their fans have. 
So plenty for Cameroon to do. Thanks, Solis. In the other game, the late match, Cape Verde were one nil winners over ten man Ethiopia, with Julio Tavares scoring just before half time. Ethiopia's Jared Bayer sent off after just twelve minutes. Uh, not a great game, but Cape Verde very pleased with the win. It's their third appearance at the Nations Cup finals. They reached the quarterfinals in 2013, and in 2015 they drew all three of their group games. So getting back to winning ways last night. Well, this is Cameroon Roars, brought to you by Passion for Sport, and the show comes to you every day throughout the 2021 Africa Cup of Nations, online, on radio, and on our app. And if you're listening in Africa, you can listen as soon as you wake up, if you like. The show's uploaded overnight, and you can listen to the latest show on our app and access past programs in our archive on the app. To get the app, go to the Play Store or the Apple iTunes App Store and enter Planet Sport Football Africa. And our website is planetsport.tv. In the blog section, there, Russ Bravo looks at the pressure on teams for success and how everybody can be a winner. That's on our website, planetsport.tv, and you click on the blog section. And we'd love to hear your thoughts and views on the competition on social media throughout the tournament.、Uh, yesterday, we asked how far do you think Cameroon can go with vocal home support and being five-time Afcon champions as recently as 2017. What do you think Cameroon can achieve as hosts? Well, Frederick Ando in Ghana says, "I'm not sure they can win." Mohamed Sissoko says, "To the semi-finals in Cameroon." Tojasaya Niako says, "All the way to winning the cup," and also. In Cameroon, Fujak dos Santos Eric says the trophy won't leave Cameroon.、Uh, Sylvester Asiedou in Ethiopia says only to the round of 16 for the hosts. And Jean Bonner Olivier in Rwanda says Cameroon will get to the final.、Uh, thanks for those views. And today we're asking, what are you expecting from the Super Eagles? Nigeria are missing some key players and had a late change of coach, but as one of Africa's biggest teams, they have a strong pedigree. So, what are you expecting from the Super Eagles? You can post a comment on our Facebook page. That's Planet Sport Football Africa, or send us a WhatsApp to plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. What are you expecting from the Super Eagles at the Africa Cup of Nations? Well, Nigeria start their campaign on Tuesday with a big game against Egypt. Although with Guinea-Bissau and Sudan, the other teams in their group, they should have no trouble reaching the round of 16. But the pressure from Super Eagles fans is always huge. Here's their goalkeeper Daniel Akpay. Well, every country wants to win the Nations Cup. It's not only Nigeria that wants to win the Nations Cup. So every country is working hard. And、um, hopefully Nigeria will work much harder on their part to make sure that、uh, this dream, you know,、uh, become reality of winning the Nations Cup. Because honestly,、um, if you play teams like Egypt, teams like Algeria,、uh, you remember the last time everybody thinks in Egypt is Egypt that's going to win the tournament. But unfortunately, they were knocked out by South Africa. So that is football for you. So you want to predict, and at the same time, you have to work towards it. And、um, one of the fans are hopeful. Nigerians are hopeful. We believe that we are the. Giant of Africa.、Um, well, for now there's many giants coming out from everywhere. So,、uh, if you want to stay on top of a game, you have to do what you have to do, both on the field and outside the field.
That's Nigeria goalkeeper Daniel Agpe. More from him on the show tomorrow. Let's go back to Solis Chuku in Lagos. What's your assessment of Nigeria's chances, Solis? Look, I'll be honest, Steve. I think it's just as well that Nigeria have a relatively straightforward group to compete in. Um, they've come to Cameroon under something of a cloud with several key players unavailable due to injury and club antics, as well as with a new coaching crew that was put together something like two weeks uh, to the tournament kickoff. So uh, this is far from ideal as far as preparation goes. But ultimately, the composition of Group D should afford this team the chance to sort of play their way into form ahead of the knockout stage. I think a lot will depend on the ability of certain players to rise to the occasion in the absence of others. Um, as an example, Napoli striker Victor Simen is a huge miss in attack. And without Gangs Paul or Nacho available, all eyes will inevitably turn to um, Samuel Chukwezi or Villarreal to really come into his own in terms of being more decisive and providing end product. These are two areas in which he has been regularly criticised. Um, Wilfred D is almost always excellent at the base of midfield, but now he will have to be even more so well, without attacking resources you know that Nigeria usually have up front keeping things tight at the back is even more important than ever now uh like you said though there should still be little trouble advancing from this group whether as group winners or in second place beyond that when the stronger teams in the competition come calling there is a sense that this Nigeria house will inevitably come crashing down Right, so Solis are not too optimistic today. Uh, more on Nigeria tomorrow. So it's the busiest day of the tournament today with four games on in Group B and Group C. In Group B, a COVID hit Senegal play injury hit Zimbabwe at 13 GMT and at 16 GMT Guinea are up against Malawi who are also affected by positive COVID tests. These games are on in Bafusam in the west of the country. Uh, how do you see these matches going, Solis? It is quite unfortunate for Senegal, Steve. Um, at the moment, um, Edward Mendy, that's Chelsea's Edward Mendy, um, Napoli stopper Kaidu Koulibaly and Alanya Sport striker Famara Djeju have all returned positive tests and will miss out against Zimbabwe. Uh, however, if there's one team in this competition that has the depth to cope with such high-profile absentees, it's Senegal. That would mean Alfred Gomez from Rennes and Villarreal's Boulaidea starting with um, Crystal Palace midfielder Chico Kuyati sort of dropping into the defensive line. Um, there's still plenty of quality there, especially as, like you said, Zimbabwe are themselves not in the best of health at the moment, in addition to not having some of their star players available for the competition at all. So at the end of the day, you fancy Senegal will still get the job done with minimal force. Um, in the second game of the day, things are a little trickier for Malawi, um, who have had seven players test positive. Uh, now, obviously, they don't quite have the depth that Senegal do, and so they will feel those losses acutely, especially that of star striker Gabadinho Mango of um, Orlando Pirates. Now, they were always the underdog coming into this game against Guinea, but there was always that potential that it could pull off an upset against a Guinea side that um, has not always convinced, even with the abundance of resources in midfield. That small window of opportunity has now almost certainly shot, sadly, and Guinea will fancy their chances of snuffing out the flames on Monday. 
Yes, a difficult situation for Malawi. In Group C, there's a huge clash as Morocco face Ghana at 16 GMT, and then at 19 GMT, it's Comoros against Gabon. Uh, these games are on in Yaoundé. Your thoughts, Salis? Uh, the sense here is that the outcome of Morocco against Ghana will pretty much decide group leadership. To an extent, you can say that's fair, especially if Morocco emerge winners. They are on a massive role in terms of form. And they've come into this tournament leaving nothing at all to chance. Uh, they brought their own food, they brought their own bedding. Um, and that has, you know, been much to the dismay of many observers. Uh, but that just shows how seriously they're taking the AFCON this time around. Uh, so when you consider all of that, you realize Ghana will be sort of sailing into the wind. But they do have a wily manager in Milovan Rajevac. And if they can gel quickly, they can frustrate Morocco a little bit perhaps by sitting deep and trying to play on the break with their young quick wingers, you know, dashing into space, as Morocco leave a lot of space in behind their fullbacks. So this will be a fascinating watch for sure. Um, the second game of the day, I think, is an interesting one because it could provide us with the first real upset of the competition, in my opinion. Um, Comoros are making their first appearance, but have, they have something really special going for them. Coach um, Amir Abdu encourages his team to play without fear, and there's a lot of unity in the team. Um, the coach also exudes a sort of natural confidence and um, what's the word, magnetism that has carried Comoros this far. And Gabon are like the total opposite of that. They are in total disarray. Um, they have their captain and Arsenal striker Pierre Emerick Aubameyang out with COVID, and up to this point, they are still squabbling with their FA over bonus payments. I mean, look, Steve, it just seems to me only one of these two teams has its eye on the ball, and that sets the stage perfectly for a shock to go down. That's going to be an interesting game. Thanks a lot, Solis. So today's games is Zimbabwe against Senegal at 13 GMT. Uh, two games on at 16 GMT. That's Guinea against Malawi in Group B in Bafoussam and in Group C in Yaoundé. And Morocco up against Ghana. And the late game at 19 GMT, Comoros against Gabon in Yaoundé. We hope you're enjoying all of the action. From me, Steve Vickers, and from Solis Chukwu, the show is back again tomorrow. And Cameroon Roars is a passion for sport production.